Welcome to Radio Boomers Live, the show about all things human from a baby boomer's perspective. All things hot and all things not. News, reviews, interviews, chat, text, and what's next. And here are your hosts, Risa Gray from Betty White's Off Their Rockers and Easy's dad, Jim Zuli. Good morning, Radio Boomers Live listeners around the world. Good morning to our Easy White family and to our celebrity host, Reetha Gray. Reetha, are you on with us? Good morning, good morning, good morning. You had a Boy, frog they come in your throat fast, earlier, and now I've got a frog in my throat, but it's still a wonderful <laughs> morning. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, it's, uh, you know, you look outside, and we've said this so many times, you see this weather and then I, I, I searched some of this stuff, and it's not like this all over the country, I'll tell you. Uh, but That's we're not why I'm here. The <laughs> yeah, we, we won't tell everybody about it, you know. And uh, <laughs> welcome to Monday, February 21st, everyone. George Worth, Washington, Worthington. George, that's a candy. George Washington's birthday, also known as President's Day. All right, it's a holiday celebrated to honor all people that have served in the office of the president. There you go, Reese. And uh, I'll tell you what, the Easy Way magazine that's on its way and the new and updated Easy Way Wall of Fame has uh, got a lot of momentum going on. And we uh, we want to mention to everybody, download the Easy Way Network app on any mobile or smartphone device. And that's your field, Reese. And search for the expansion channel. To uh, watch the new TV show Rhythm and Business, so much going on. Rick, this is a way to interact more than we used to have, isn't it? I mean, we couldn't interact. We with used people to from have the countries. one phone. Well, we used to have the one phone in the hallway, and everybody could yeah. hear your conversation. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah, you needed that time, and and that was about it. Uh, but you know, you wonder where it's where it's heading. You know. With the phone so thin, it can do so much. You don't need a whole set of encyclopedias. You have it all on your phone. How does that affect when you're in school? <laughs> you know, uh, don't some of the kids think, well, why should I learn all this? All I do is pick up my phone and do the math and look up it's the history. True. You know, I ask my phone everything, including what time is hot topic time, and it's hot topic time now. I think your phone is talking to you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> It's hot topic. And there we go. Ripped from the headlines. Today's hot topic. Well, my hot topic today, unfortunately, is scams again. I talk about it on Tech Time, but there are scams going on now that don't involve any, well, there always have been scams going on, but that don't involve necessarily your electronics, but you just have to be watchful and pay attention. Walking down the street, I know sometimes it's a pain, ladies, but you might have to make two trips from that department store so you aren't carrying so many bags and packages that you can't pay attention to what's going on. There have been lots of scams. People come up and say hi to you. And, you know, try to befriend you, and next thing you know, they're grabbing your purse. So I just really want everyone to be aware, especially in some of these areas where people have not had to be worried. In the Fairfax area, 
They've had lots of scams going on of people walking up, grabbing purses, people actually doing armed robbery on the streets in L.A. Who would have thought it years ago, especially in some of these neighborhoods? So I just want to, especially ladies, there was a time when they didn't really bother ladies, but they have no respect for us ladies. Hold your purse close to you. Make sure that you don't carry too much more than you really need as far as money is concerned. Don't ca- I have a bad habit of carrying all my credit cards because I think, oh, well, I might see something at whatever store and decide I need to go in this. I need to have that credit card with me. Ladies, try to just carry one credit card with you. It's a lot easier to cancel one. Be very cautious. At night, we have to be very careful now. Make sure no one's following you. Look in your rearview mirror. If you come home from the store, look in the rearview mirror. See if someone's following you because you don't want to be a victim. That's the one thing none of us wants to be. So that's be careful, pay attention. Jim, what's your hot topic today? Good tips, Reese. Good tips. And a poll taken shows that only 14% of Americans are very happy the lowest since the 70s, the early 70s. But now the pandemic's subsiding and businesses are opening back up. The attitudes, it's showing the attitudes are clearly starting to change for the more positive. The Ukraine issue has been a constant in the news, and uh, I know everybody's kind of tired of it, but uh, it's a big situation that uh, we want to be suppressed. And uh, now with Russia on the brink of invading, Putin seems to be Opening the door to negotiations, uh, he is now weighing in on whether to recognize Ukraine breakaway regions amid tensions with the U.S. and Europe. So uh, allies, uh, you know, Russia and uh, dealing with Europe and the U.S., and there's a lot of tensions there. I think they're starting to, you know, realize that it's better to try to work things out a little bit so uh they might uh, have a meeting with Biden. Uh, he, he offered uh, or to a meeting with Putin, and uh, maybe they can work out some kind of arrangement with the Ukraine. So England becomes the first major Western economy to end COVID restrictions. And the, you remember the news about the Russian figure skater, uh, skater uh, Kamila Valiva. She was cleared to compete despite testing positive on the drug test. This is a big thing overall because it's a no. You test positive, it's a no. But Camille is 15 years old, and she showed positive due to her heart medication. She was the front runner for taking the gold. Her competitors were devastated by the court's arbitration decision saying that she could compete. Uh, but, you know, then again, she was taking medication. Uh, they all feel they have tested clean, and all competitors should test the same, right? The results, she did compete, but she fell down, and she came in fourth, so she missed taking any medals. And uh, so that's that's going to be something people will be talking about for a long time. But, you know, she doesn't realize, as far as notoriety goes, the public attention she's getting for this would be like a gold medal. It's like the lady that walks on the uh, the modeling stage and, you know, all the women with all their fancy, you know, 
fancy dresses and everything, and one falls down, and that's what's in the news next day. Inflation is sweeping across America, affecting businesses and individuals. Many sharing stories on how, uh, you know, finding a home has been put on hold, and uh, many of them have to change their locations because of uh, wages, and uh, then you have shipping and all the uh, holdups on the materials and they've been a big factors for the uh, and concerns for economists in 2022. The winter storm is, you know, went away and now it's back coming across with snow, uh, freezing rains across the U.S. And the, the only people who benefit on that is the snowplow drivers. They're making, they're making about $300 an hour. Uh, the big glacier that we talked about, uh, the Western Glacier, is uh, it, it's doubled its rate of melting. I, I was I kind of keep track of this, as you noticed, and there could be a chance that this could uh, crack off. Takes they say it takes about ten years to melt, but they're finding out it doesn't take ten years. It can take five years, type sea levels. Uh, so with that, Reese, uh, we will. We need then, to go uh, on to our commercial. First time, 56% of small businesses. This is expansion. Okay, we'll talk broadcast that focuses on expanding the profile of businesses, entrepreneurs, and artists. In these unprecedented times, an efficient balance between brick and mortar and broadcast is essential. Expansion gives businesses, entrepreneurs, and artists the opportunity to express their vision on a vast network of platforms the easy way. I'm Jason Spann. This is expansion. Imagine a social network that's based on quality members over quantity, where you can easily find the qualified leads you're looking for, where members treat each other as family and promote each other's projects. Get interviewed, manage your business, and sell your product or service on our new EasyWay store. Let us do the promotional heavy lifting for you. We've created an all-in-one solution with all the tools you would ever need to promote you and your client's business, all accessible by one simple login. Social media done for you. Introducing the new 2022 EasyWay Network with our built-in wall of fame that helps you to search and find that profile you want to network with that matches your business needs while boosting your own notoriety at the same time. This year, we've made it even easier on you. Oh, did we mention you make money? Create your free account today by texting EASYWAY, that's letter E, letter Z, to 55678. Or visit EasyWayNetwork.com. Got questions? Give us a call at 424-209-9290. Looking to take the next step? Join the EasyWay Network and become part of our EasyWay family. Host your own TV show. Accelerate your viewership, as you will be seen on platforms such as Roku, Amazon, Apple. Brand yourself and affiliate yourself with celebrities, artists, influencers, and power players. For more information on how to start your own show, channel, or network, go to EasyWayPromotions.com. To stay updated on all our upcoming events, text EasyWay to 55678. Yes, I tried to squeeze that in, Reese. I, I always like ending on a positive note. And I was going to say 56% of small business owners uh, from remote working, from home working, that has made them more positive and, and better leaders. So, you know, I just going to put that in there. And we have, uh, we have amazing 
this is an amazing situation because it's so big. You know, when you're talking about the automotive industry, you're talking about 90% of the people are driving and, and the, the race car industry. And it, it's all so big. So we had uh, Hank Williams coming on and uh, Bill Montgomery. Hank couldn't make it. Uh, he had an emergency come up. And William Montgomery, Bill Montgomery, he's a transportation technology expert. Global diversity transportation is his quest uh, to bring awareness to youth and the need for education in the field of technology and transportation because there's not enough people in that field and they're no longer mechanics. And, Bill, are you on with us? Gary, I'm here. There he is, Bill, Rifa, Rifa, Bill Montgomery, you remember? Hi, Bill. And, How are you doing? I'm doing uh, great. Reed. And you know, you. we're sorry right, Hank good, couldn't make it, good. but uh, we're sorry Hank couldn't make it. But we are uh, we are on a quest, and I I know you are on a quest for bringing awareness to to the kids, to the young people in this huge field that's getting bigger and bigger. And you have events coming up the 24th, 5th, and 6th, and the Global Transportation Diversity Transportation at uh, some amazing museums and so on. So, you know, I, I don't want to hit you with negative numbers, but the U.S. will be short not 1,000, but 642,000 auto, diesel, and collision technicians by 2024. So we gotta, we got to need uh, to fill these positions, right? Correct. We need to fill them. We need to fill them quickly, and we, we have a solution. Aha. Uh-huh. See? The yep. man wants a solution, yep. Reese. This is the guy. Yes, and sir. Yes, sir. Reese is a big yes, car buff. buff. She used to race back in the 50s and the 60s, so she's interested in this, right, Reese? <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know about that, but exactly what type of people are are needed to fill these positions? Uh, great question. Uh Young, young, young people, uh, females and males, uh, high school students, college students, and we we have to start uh, teaching them now. You know, it's a it's a, it's a sense of urgency, and um, I appreciate you guys having me on to talk about the Global Diversity Summit. Uh, it's going to be the twenty fourth, twenty fifth, twenty sixth. That's Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Thursday is going to be in Irvine, California, at the Seagramson Museum. Friday That's amazing place. Wow. Yes, it's That's amazing. So cool. um, you know, million-dollar facility. Uh, that, that you got to get down cool. there. That's not so far. And uh, tell them about the other ones because we got to get Reese to one of these. I think she'd really enjoy it. If people yeah. that are not car buffs, they can get into this. Absolutely. And, and on Friday, it's going to be in Riverside. We have a STEM center uh, upstairs in the Tyler Mall. Okay, right off the 91 in Tyler. I'm not sure if you guys know that, that area or not, but – uh, there's a lot of things going on around there, and um, is that El Segundo? Stem- no, no, that's in Riverside, Riverside, oh, Riverside. California. Okay, Riverside. That's, that's Friday right. Riverside the twenty-fifth. Yep, and okay. Saturday the twenty-sixth. That's the one in El Segundo. It's um, uh-huh. very close to the airport, almost walking distance. Um, it's right across the street from Mattel Hot Wheels corporate office. Oh, and, um, so cool. It's at a place called the Zimmerman's Automobile Driving Museum. And in short, they call it the ADM Museum, um, Automobile Driving Museum. And um, we're going to have some amazing uh, Shelby uh, 
Ford Mustangs. I'm not sure. Risa, do you know about the Ford Mustang? Oh, I sure I had a GTL and my friend had a, a Shelby back in the Ooh. 60s, and we would race, and we would trade off beating each other. So uh, you had to say it, Reese. You said it, Bill. I'm a GTL person, but those Shelbys are great. Oh, man. So so I want to you, you, hit you, you with a little down. thing here. So let's, let's, let's see if you know this one. Aretha mentioned she had a GTO. Do you remember what that stands for? Um, you know what? You, no, I don't actually. But, but I you told us before, though, it's a Gran Turismo. Uh, I forget what the I am so impressed. <laughs> Gran yeah, that, Turismo Olamon Getty. And, that, that's uh, great. I, I, I do know that, um, uh, what's his Well, you're name? a Ford guy. Yeah. Um, the, the, the GTO. Um, the same oh, guy. Oh, little that, GTO? Uh, Help make the DeLorean. Uh, I think it was John DeLorean was was responsible for the Oh GTO. really? Mhm. Yeah. I didn't know that. You sure there you go, Ray. Trace the trade. You got me, and I hit you right back. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> See. And, and I've been to that museum. That museum is absolutely fabulous. They have all kinds of um, well, all through the decades, years of of cars yeah. there. Yeah. Bill, I got a question for you. The Auto yes, Museum in Irvine, do they still have – now, this, this is amazing. Do they still have the winners of some of those races hanging from the ceiling? I, I'm, wait, let me put that – <laughs> I don't mean the drivers. I mean the cars. <laughs> um, yes. They, actually, they, they remodel. So they, they, oh, they wow. Have it, yeah, they, they have – You know, speaking of technology – I mean, they have the racks like they make in Japan that they they over yes. here. So it, yes, it's it's amazing. I mean, like I said, it's a multi-million dollar facility. It's absolutely amazing. Oh, the place the is thing, yeah, it is. Yeah, but but the good thing about it is um, uh, Ray um, and, and, our, and our they care about the kids, so the kids can come in. Uh, you also you can get married there. They have the guys in the in the. Females groom, you know, groom and bride room. It's it's amazing. I mean, it's a one of a kind. But back to the uh, the Saturday event with the Shelby. What what I, I really want people to come there because they're going to be bringing in the president of of Shelby America from um, Gary Patterson. He's he's flying in from Vegas, um, and they're going to bring all these amazing one off uh, Shelby vehicles. And as you know, of course, we're gonna have, we're gonna feature Hank Williams. Now, unfortunately, Hank couldn't be here today. He'd love to be here, but he had to do something car related at the uh, AAA. Um, but he's an amazing African American man. Um, you know, it's Black History Month uh, for people that maybe didn't didn't know. And we're gonna feature him. He's got one of the only original uh, Shelby's. There, there's two African Americans that have the, Hank Williams and Herbie Hancock. Those are the two people mm. that have today. Mm-hmm. And they're both wow. jazz musicians, okay? And that's what makes them great. Guys, Hank, one of Hank, Hank, you know, I was reading some of this stuff about Hank. Boy, you got some history there, right, Bill? I mean, look, oh, are you man. kidding? This, this guy history. is history. Well, well, we talked about that, Jim. We talked about 15 minutes, and I was like, you know what? You can't, you can't even oh. bring everything in in 15 minutes with Hank because – He's just no. done so much. But, however, people can see Hank live and in person. They can talk to him this Saturday on the 26th uh, from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. Come and see Hank 
one of a kind, the real deal. I think he's like 87 years old. He has one of the original Shelby Cobras. He's an amazing, and he's done, and he'll have some trophies, have some paintings, and just come down and get educated. They'll be kids, and um, we, we're, we're excited about it. And, and uh, Bill, tell him about the hat that he has. The hat? The, yeah. Oh, the shirt. Isn't, the jacket. It, <laughs> yeah, so he, isn't that kind of special? Yes. He, he, he's got a hat and he's got a shirt uh, straight from Carol Shelby himself. And, oh, and that shirt. Mm, yeah, cool. and, the shirt <laughs> and the shirt that he wears, you know, it's faded and everything. But it's, it's like a, a faded blue. But the Shelby people that and it's an iconic brand, by the way. And um, if you have that shirt, again, it's straight off the back of Carol Shelby. They were friends, and that's what makes uh, it so special because uh, Carol was was a great guy. He didn't see color. He just saw cars and, and excitement. And he was he was a he was first on race day. And Ford actually hired Carol to go beat the Italians with the Ferraris, and that he did. So it, it's an amazing story for all the kids and people to understand. Um, when when Henry Ford uh, gave the green light to have Carroll Shelby uh, specifically build some race cars to go beat Ferrari, and, and he did it, um, you know, in back back two years, and that's what made the, the Shelby an iconic brand um, because it, it beat the Italians. You know, and, and we we want to get this out because this is really beneficial for the kids. It can lead them down the channels of engineering and so on. And we want to, I just want to mention that uh, we are, you know, we're close to breaking 700,000 listeners in, on this podcast. And we can be found at iHeart and Spotify as well as the easywayradio.com. So, uh, this is a good platform for helping. I, you know, I, I was saying, Bill, we're talking about all ages here as far as the youth goes. There, I mean, you can go down to the grade school even. Absolutely. To, you know, they, well, and the, the school system, call, they call it K through 12. Um, uh-huh. we, we call it K through, you know, old. For o for old. Reese, <laughs> you know, all, all, all ages. Now, Reese, I got a question for you. Do you know what Ford stands for? F O R D? Big Show Repair Daily. Yeah, no, you're not supposed to say that. <laughs> I don't want you to say that. No, that's okay. I'm going like, oh, no, Rita, don't say that. Well, you know what? Oh, well. You know what? I, oh, well, I, I'll, I kinda, pass out. Well, I, I thought she might say that, but we always come back and say first on race day, you know. See? And, okay. And, 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 and in high school, you know, in college, um, that was actually the the, the kind of like the joke. Some people would say fix repair daily, and the racers <laughs> would say, you know, first on race day. This is true. This is, so this is what the kids true. Should, should understand. Um, actually, but, well, you know, people have Fords, and, and and they don't. It's not a daily thing. All the cars need to be fixed, but you know, it people have. <laughs> I'm just trying to do something here to cover up for. No, no, trust they're... me. I own I, I I own a Ford and a Fiat. The Ford is fixed and repaired daily. The Fiat is fixed it again, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> I love, she she is she is definitely a a car gal lady. I'm telling you, she knows her stuff. Amazing. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> 
Well, you know, we <laughs> but, were but talking true, about cars uh, do need to be cars do need to be repaired, and this yeah, new field of technology, <clears throat> you got to have some because if if you don't take care of your car, you will pay, and you will pay absolutely. dearly. So you you need to have those. I don't know. Do they call them mechanics or well, or? They're you know, technicians great, now. Well, great, great question. You know the, the you know the old school word was mechanics, and there's a lot yeah. of people that still say mechanics. And and so with Hidden Pioneers, uh, our team, we're trying to change the culture and the image. Uh, no more mechanics. It's like saying rotary phone. It's not coming back. The new word, uh, <laughs> Risa, and, yeah. and 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 Jim, as you know, is transportation and technology technicians. Exactly, uh, and you know, the uh, the electronic ignition uh, replaced the crankshaft. I believe it was in uh, in the twenties, twenty two or somewhere. And uh, in forty nine, uh, our year that uh, they introduced the I, is it right, Bill? They introduced around forty nine the key ignition, somewhere around that mm-hmm. time. Right, right, and around cigarette there. lighter, yeah, somewhere. But you know, Bill, we're talking about all, all ages. Uh, I have a young friend. Uh, Evan and he is uh, so sharp. He could identify all the plants and trees when he was in the stroller at three years old. And now, when I talk to him at, you know, at six or seven, he's telling me about intake compression, power exhaust, the, uh, you know, all the different cars and so on. So, see, he has the interest in the engineering aspect of it, and uh, and then this is something that. When you at your events and you share this with the kids, how 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 do you go about, you know, when you're at an event and what are we going to expect when we get there? And because I, I hope to be seeing you this Wednesday. Yeah, uh, well, you know, it's it, it, again, it, it's you know, it's transportation and technology. So the technology side, and again, speaking of you know Black History Month, my my cousin, uh, Captain Johnson, uh, she was the one who with the trajectory, you know, up to the moon and back safely, um, that, that's my cousin. So, and, and since, you know, I have a great collaboration with NASA, and yes, NASA, NASA, and it's not the racing car NASA uh, club. It's National Aeronautics Space Administration. Um, and they're, they're supporting us with some tools with STEM so that the kids understand that, uh, you know, transportation, if you can use, uh, a digital multimeter, and you understand Ohm's law, whether you're working on a lawnmower or a small engine, all the way up to a rocket engine. You can do it yeah. at 13, 14, 15, 16 years old. That's amazing. And you know when I mentioned, and you uh, can even get your, you can get a pilot's license. There's all kinds of things, and even working on airplanes, that's transportation too. Absolutely, absolutely. Planes, okay. trains, but you know what, Bill? We're almost out of time. I want to it make goes sure so you get with in Bill. again. If you're interested in going to any of these events, how would they get tickets? How do they get in touch with you? Okay. So the first thing, well, first let me just give you, uh, I'll give you an email and, and a cell number real quick. Email is hiddenpioneers at gmail.com. That's hiddenpioneers at gmail.com. You can shoot me an email. My cell phone number is area code 951 And you can look at us at uh, Hidden Pioneers. Oh, wait, uh, wait, you blanked out. You blanked out there. What? what? I'm not sure if the engineer has. 
the personal yeah, numbers going on. So I'll, I'll come back and, and say it again. So the email is hiddenpioneers at gmail.com, cell number 951-545-6842. And, and you know, you're making uh, – you're making such a difference in the way you're communicating. This is a, a really a great method of doing it and creating interest. And, and like I said, uh, what I've seen at this young individual, I was talking to Evan, he's seven and he's, we went through the intake and the compression, but then he went into the crankshaft and the camshaft and all that. Now, if somebody this age can show interest like this with his talents, this, uh, this is definitely something that may be able to fill in some of the gap of these numbers that we mentioned of the shortages. And uh, absolutely, you can. You know, you, yeah. We 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 want to motivate them. Okay, and these events will motivate the kids, and if they're motivated, right then and there, they can speak to the experts, and we can connect the dots, um, and and it can start right there. So this this weekend could be the start of uh, people's careers. Um, you know, one day at a time, and this is the time to do it. And just so for, uh, make it we'll have a wonderful event. It sounds like it will be wonderful uh, for people of all ages. So have a good, good event, and I'm sure we'll be. have you again on the show. Well, Thank we you have so to much. have you back and see what's, see what's happening Thank with you. us. Thank you, Bill, for coming on, and uh, we I will see you. I don't know about Rita. We'll see, but uh, we'll be there Wednesday. And uh, Love what you guys are doing. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> All right, Bill. With that, okay. we're going to move Thank into you. a commercial and then Carmelita's Corner. Thank you, Bill. Life is hard, but I I'm Aubrey O'Day, and I'm doing it the easy way. <laughs> I'm attorney Gloria Allred, and I'm doing Hollywood the easy way. What up, y'all? It's your partner, Big Boy, Big Boy's Neighborhood, and guess what? I'm doing it the easy way. You're doing it the easy way. All of us are doing it the easy way. Hi, I'm Larry Namer, co-founder of the Entertainment Television, now um, president of Maytong Development Group, which works mainly in China. I really wanted to say a few words about Eric Zuli, or uh, EZ, as, as a lot of people know him. I want to say, Eric, keep up the dedication, the perseverance, and the creativity. You're, you're helping to change the media world. Jake Busey, I'm doing it the easy way. Hey, Oba Babatunde here, and I'm doing it the easy way. Shifty from Crazy Town, and I'm doing it the easy way. Yo, this is Ray J, and it's all about doing it the easy way. Hey, this is Brady Connell, I'm the executive producer of Extreme Makeover Home Edition, and uh, I've decided to do Hollywood the easy way. Hello, I'm Tatiana Ali, and I do Hollywood the easy way. Hi, I'm Sally Kirkland, and I'm doing it the easy way. Hey, Hollywood It Guy here. Follow me on Twitter, E-R-I-C-Z-U-L-E-Y, Eric Zuli. If you want to know... about to experience Carmelita's Corner. Carmelita's song, Rosebud, made it to the top 40s with the godfather of soul, James Brown. She's the founder of the Rose Breast Cancer Society. Now here's your host, 
Carmelita Pittman. Well, hello there. Here we are again. I woke up another day. How about that? (laughs) Anyway, um, I've got a wonderful guest coming your way, and his name is Michael Dawson Connor. He is an accomplished performer. Uh, he is in the genre of the choral and chamber music as well as a soloist. He hails from Jamestown, New York, and he is an alumnus of Carnegie Milton University, and he's also studied uh, in Switzerland. And he's performed for many, many occasions extensively throughout North America, Europe, and he's got Broadway credits. He's also uh, performed for President Reagan, uh, Archbishop Desmond Tutu, and Reverend Billy Graham. And I have so much more to say about him, but I'm going to let him say it for himself. So let's welcome Michael Dawson Carter. Hello. How are you? Well, I'm bright-eyed and bushy-tailed, as the old saying goes. I know I'm giving myself away now, but <laughs> I'm doing no, great. It's, it's such a joy to be with you, Carmelita, again. Thank you. Oh, <laughs> well, likewise. I mean, you and Chin Chin, you really, really gave us a wonderful gift on Valentine's Day when the two of you did a duet, uh, one of my favorites, from Phantom of the oh. Opera, that was just incredible. Well, I'm glad you liked it. You know, that's one of our favorites. We performed that at the New Year's event, the Chinese New Year event about a month ago, and uh, the people went crazy, and uh, I think it scared Shin Shin a little bit. But <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Not really, but the people were just... Uh, outrageously happy, and that makes us happy. Mm-hmm. And you also have another uh, performance coming up. Uh, I know that normally we would do that as the uh, way out of our interview, but I want to mention it now so you can give a shout-out about your upcoming engagement uh, at the uh, Episcopal Church in Pasadena. Well, thank you, Carmelita. It's... Uh, it's a wonderful church. They have a fantastic music program under the direction of Wei Chung Zhao. Chung Zhao. And he's wonderful. And he, he hired me. I'm one of the only black men to hold this position in its history. And so I, I don't take that lightly. And I'm hoping to get more, more of my brothers and sisters of all stripes, uh, you know, all tones to, to show up. But this particular uh, performance, it's called Lamentations of Black Souls. And Lamentations, as you know, is a cry to heaven from the souls of people who were oppressed mightily. And this is celebrating Black History Month. And so we're going to do a program that incorporates the songs, the spirituals, as they're known, and also the letters that the slaves wrote uh, once they got freed. So uh, we urge everybody to come. It's at 5 o'clock p.m. at All Saints Episcopal Church, 
The address is 132 Euclid Avenue in Pasadena. It's right across the street from City Hall. And it's going to be a remarkable, remarkable experience uh, singing these, these songs and hearing these letters performed. Uh, Michael, that's all good. However, I need to ask you, uh, there is some background uh, going on. Is there a radio or something that you can turn off or TV? That Because that, uh, I'm hearing uh, somebody else's voice and some activity huh. going on in the background. I have, I'm in an empty house right now. Hmm. I don't know where that's coming outside. from. but um, hmm? So now I'm outside. How is that? Okay, so right now I think it's a little less <laughs> less congested with uh, outside activity. So anyway, let's Good. let's continue on. I think what you're doing with this project that you have started, which you uh, have really done research into it at the uh, Smithsonian, are the yeah. slave letters, and you have a whole performance, uh, a theatrical experience lined up uh, with you and Qingqing, uh, who happens to be from China, and a very yes. lovely, wonderful uh, opera singer. Uh, I think yes. that it's quite a combination uh, that you two have taken this on and uh, will be bringing these letters to life. Uh, I think, you know, yes. it's unfortunate, you know, that there's a movement now um, I think probably coming mostly from the South because, you know, of the history of this country, that there are certain elements that simply want to squash the existence of black people in America. And I think it's really oh, unfortunate. Right. Yeah, I think it's unfortunate, too. And I'll relay a story to you that, that really struck my heart in the last few days. I went with... Uh, very talented photographer friend of mine. His name is Matthew Ian Welch, and he is, that's W-E-L-C-H, and he's just incredible. And we took these uh, beautifully evocative photos of me so that they could, we could use them promoting this performance. And the people at All Saints were very nervous because it showed a black man in change in chains and my boss said to me well some people are concerned this, that this might trigger white people and keep them from coming and I just thought to myself a black man in chains is the story of this country so what is really going to trigger them it sounds like the Republicans speaking about not wanting their children to feel bad by learning uh, the story of slavery and what was done to so many millions of people who were kidnapped from Africa and forced to work in the United States. So it's not just the South, Carmelita. It's everywhere. Yeah, I think that the South has a, a monopoly on most of it, though. But, I mean, you're right. You know, unfortunately, and I had no idea until, you know, the last administration came along and basically gave a carte blanche to those negative forces, unfortunately. 
when yeah. he when he said that there are are good people on, on both the Nazi side and and regular people, uh, you know, yeah. I, I, I it just opened up a can of worms. And underneath these rocks now, they all seem to be crawling out. But the good thing about it is is that they are making their presence known before they were hiding. Now the masks are off. Right. Now the sheets are off. And we can see who they are. And they're not trying to hide it's, it anymore. They're, they're so powerful that they don't have to hide. They say, we don't need these. Why did we bother with those sheets? You know, we are white. We are strong. We, this country belongs, all the accumulated wealth in this country belongs to white people. So... I don't know why they're so mad. I really don't. Well, you know, you've got the congressman uh, who uh, I think he's a well, congressman or a senator. I can't think of his name offhand, but he said, I am like the Ku Klux Klan without the sheep. So he's just coming out and saying who he is, and they're, they're, right. they're not hiding it anymore, you know. Right. But like and, I said, I think that's a good thing because at least you know who's who. Right, right. Uh, absolutely. You know, I, I recently performed for, it was a month and a half ago, I performed for the most elegant, incredible man I have ever met on the face of the earth. And I've met many incredible people just like you have. And uh, this man, his name is... Uh, Brigadier General Charles McGee. He's one of the last of the Tuskegee Airmen. And he recently died. He, about a month ago, he died. And I tell you, it's meeting him, he was honored by the Jonathan Club downtown, who has an incredible history of total racism. No blacks, no Jews, no Mexicans, and no women. And he decided at age 102, 102, that he was going to break another, yet another color barrier, and he was going to show up and get this, this, this commendation that they were giving him. And he knew full well that they were using him to whitewash their horrible reputation, but he did it anyway to try to kick the door open of on this race on their racist past and i tell you the few hours i spent in his company changed my life because i have never been through the kinds of things he's been through i've been through horrible things but he would save people's butts in the air as a tuskegee airman and then he'd go back to the barracks and he wasn't allowed to get a cheeseburger with his buddies because he's black. So one day this country will have to face up to its incredibly racist past and present. And I'm just doing my part, Carmelita, to try to, to nudge the ball over the finish line, let people say, I, I, I don't need anything. I just want you to, to watch our stories, listen to our songs, and maybe uh, open your hearts a little with compassion. Yes, and before before we go there, I, I want them to hear one of your beautiful renditions. Um, uh, I would like for the engineer to put it on now. 
deep rivers because we're looking out uh, at uh, leaving now. We're almost at the finish line. So we want to make sure they hear that before we say goodbye. for playing that Carmelita well thank you for delivering such a beautiful song and and we're going to have to say goodbye to our listening audience so I'm glad you made your announcement earlier and uh, that was just fabulous and we're going to have to say goodbye and I want to thank you for being a wonderful guest 
What a joy to be with you. Call me anytime. All right. Okay. And I'll see you all there on next Sunday at 5 p.m. The professional speaking industry is a multi-billion dollar industry, and the religious speaking industry is even larger. Yet both of these industries miss out on billions of dollars of sales and donations every year. They are desperately seeking ways to increase their revenue during events, immediately after events, as well as weeks later. They need a way of directly communicating with their audience during and after their speeches or sermons in order to achieve more connection and engagement. Text Me Leads answers this need with their unique use of technology and service. Text Me Leads enables all types of speakers to communicate directly with their audience during and after events. This dramatically increases immediate and long-term engagement. Text Me Leads even allows sales and contributions to happen during an event, which is when audiences feel most connected and that's when they're most likely to buy. Text Me Leads, the missing link between speakers and their buying audience. Visit easywaytext.com to get started today. Smartphones, cell phones, PC, Mac, tablets, iPads. That's right, it's tech time. Well, for today on Tech Time, I'm going to talk about home security. Now, over the years, home security has been very expensive and very um, difficult to install and all kinds of things. But times have changed, and now you can buy systems like um, the Ring system, for one, and all you have to do is put up little stickers on your windows between the seal and the window, and uh, the same thing with your doors. You stick a little device in between the opening and the closing of the door. You can self-install, and you can even get cameras that go around your house that can watch the activity going on around your house. I have a friend who just moved into a new house. She's been used to living in an apartment. And so she didn't have to worry about porch pirates or things like that because she lived in a fenced apartment building. Well, she'd only been living there for a short period of time, and she had someone ringing her doorbell, knocking on the door. She looked out the side window, and she could see them. And it was clearly a porch pirate or someone who was looking to steal something off of her porch. Now, she could only look out the window and and She certainly didn't want to open the door, so she just kind of watched, watched him look around, and then watched him leave. She called me up. She didn't know what to do. I said, get one of these devices. It will, it'll save you a lot because you'll, you don't have to pay for the monitoring, although a a lot of them have cheap monitoring, monitoring systems, but you can actually talk to the person outside and say, get off my porch get out of my patio, leave my house. And it's, it's not that expensive, and it's, I have a system, and it's well worthwhile. I can tell when packages were dropped off. I can tell if they weren't dropped off. Have you ever supposedly gotten a package delivered, but you never saw it? Well, this way you can watch and see, did someone steal it, or did the delivery man not actually leave it on the porch? So it's just this is just a tip of some electronics that you can do for yourself 
for your own safekeeping, your own peace of mind, and you can actually talk to them, tell you, tell them to get off of your property. It doesn't matter where you are. I've been out and looked on my phone and seen that the delivery man was delivering a package and been able to say, oh, put that on my patio, please. Don't leave it on my porch. And so if you have a house or even an apartment, it might be something you might want to look into, and it's easy electronics. That's my uh, tech time for today. Jim, what's your gym? Okay, baby okay, boomers, baby it's boomers. time it's for Jim. From Jim. That is thing. I take notes when Rita does the reports. And I, uh, I had a report I was going to do on uh, my gym on fast hobbies. Well, that would be tennis is kind of fast if you're a skier or things like that. But I'm going to slow it down a little bit because I think a lot of the, you know, our audience is all ages. But uh, I think for the baby boomers, we'll take some hobbies that are maybe a little different. Uh, so I found an article on lifehack.org, 20 productive hobbies that will make you smarter and happier. So it we're going to follow through with that. Everyone needs a hobby. As the old saying goes, hobby help develop our taste, our passions in life. They can be as diverse as gardening, cooking, writing, skydiving, etc. However, very few are ever considered as productive hobbies unless you have, you know, unless you belong to one of those rare few lucky people who managed to turn their hobby into a second job. And, uh, so that's what we're going to do. Some of these hobby, if you're looking to pick up a new hobby or develop some skills, make you enhance your proficiency and productivity. That's where we're yeah. at here. So we're going to go through a couple of these. Cooking is starts out number one. That's a big one on TV. Uh, some of the biggest shows are the cooking shows. Very popular. Cooking is one of the most popular productive hobbies out there, and some t- something everyone should consider trying their hand at. Cooking forces you to be in the moment, focus entirely on the product and processes at hand. It also forces you to plan ahead. Okay, hiking is number two. Hiking is one of the most quintessential weekend hobbies for people with a passion for long treks and experiencing the beauty of nature. Well, I like the beauty of nature, but... uh, I watch it on TV. Anyway, studies show that how hiking can benefit our brains. They can also have a beneficial effect on your productivity as hiking allows you to clear your mind of all worries and focus on the present. Well, I also understand that getting out in nature makes you feel good too. I'm just not into the 20-mile trek up into the mountains. Painting is number three. Painting may not seem like a particularly productive hobby, but it can lead to some wonderful perspectives on your life and can help unleash your creative side. Now, here's the thing. Uh, If you notice George Bush Jr. paints, well, when you have a name that gets out there and you become a painter, no matter if it's a good painting or not, the name on there creates, you know, higher, when you, if you go to an auction, your stuff will sell. I mean, some of these people are making money on their paintings. And uh, 
Number four, we go to sculpture. While a few of us may be at the standard of sculptures such as Michelangelo, we may not be there. Michelangelo wrote in sculpture, even at its most basic forms, can be productive hobby and tool. It could be a productive hobby and tool, I suppose. Sculpture at its very nature behooves you to create with the materials you have and to be mindful of what you're creating, even if it takes many tiny steps at a time. Sculpturing is a little bit more involved, but uh, it's rewarding. I have a billiard room, and uh, in that room, I guess you could call them sculptures, but they're in between paintings and sculptures. How about that? What I did was I crafted wood into ships and and skylines and things like that, and I did it out of different colors of woods. So number five is writing. One of the most productive hobbies to have is to write your write in your spare time. Writing is incredibly powerful and important from self-expression and can help to channel your energies into something which you feel passionate about and which is something you can pour your thoughts, dreams, and desires into. All right. Running is a good one. Running is the go-to relaxation slash exercise sport activity for a significant amount of population. However, it allows the benefits and is one of the most productive hobbies out there. Running not only improves your fitness levels, it can help with any kind of mental block by teaching you how to push through those same kind of mental barriers and obstructions that are causing your delay. Basically good for you. Dancing. Uh, Dancing isn't really considered to be a hugely important hobby in terms of productivity. However, you can examine the hard work and dedication that is undeniable in the art of dance. It starts to become clear in the terms of productivity merit. Dancing forces you to learn routines, obsessively training your focus. And, you know, we talked about that. When you're learning new things, it literally changes your brain chemistry. Uh, it it helps with memory and all kinds of benefits. When you do crossword puzzles, it's all mental exercises and it, and it helps, uh, helps with all that, especially when you get older. Yoga is one of the most productive hobbies you can fit into your schedule. It allows you to close off all external thoughts and focus entirely on your bodily practice. Um, You focus strongly and are single-minded on improving your body and physical fitness as well as emotional and spiritual well-being. Yoga is rated one of the top as far as being in shape. And along with this one, meditating. Meditation has great recharging uh, capacity. It improves focus and memory. You will be energetic throughout the day by just making taking a little time, maybe five minutes a day to meditate. And we'll wrap up with just about time here. Reading. Reading is one of the most uh, one of the world's most popular pursuits and pastimes, with a good reason. There are many benefits of reading. Reading. It also it's an extremely productive hobby as it can be done easily during your downtime when you're doing nothing. Reading research and studies about productivity uh, can in turn uh, lead to new habits, behaviors, and patterns that will make you more effective effective in your spare time. In short, reading 
can be productive by allowing to read up and how to be productive, and you learn things. So it's a wrap, Reese. That's uh, some of the some of the hobbies went over. Uh, there's many many hobbies, and as far as pastimes, you know, they talk about TV and, and gaming and everything. Uh, and I was going to go over the top games. We'll cover that next week. Some of the top most popular ones. But with that, uh, great show. We want to thank uh, Bill Montgomery for coming back on and uh, and the Global Diversity Transportation and Education scenario coming up uh, this week. We want to thank Michael Dawson Connor for What a Voice on Carmelita's Corner. Reminds me of a song that I heard in Valley High. A very impressive voice. And with that... Uh, I don't know if Reese is still on with us. Sometimes she has appointments. I'm but, here. Uh, I'm here. I'm here. here. Okay. Reece. I'm here. Uh, what a voice uh, Michael has, huh? That's, it, it, Absolutely. Reece, I don't know if you remember. Do you remember Bally High? Bally High will uh, Right. There you every go. Every night, I every day. I, I know everything. Do you remember? Haven't you learned you remember that the by now? Now, this wreath, I know this is really putting you on the line here because this is a tough one. Do you remember the lady with the hair that was done up in a bun that sang that song? I don't uh, remember. Her but... character's name was Bloody Mary. I don't remember right. her actually. Bloody Mary, yeah, yeah. And, uh, well, I, I it's forgot. It's from one of my favorite musicals. At, oh, Valley High? Yeah, totally, yeah. And, uh, well, anyway, I, I won't go on and all this stuff. Uh, north by Northwest. No, you know, my father was in that. Right? Did you know he was an extra North by Northwest? So anyway, oh thank my. you, Michael. And uh, thank you, Bill. Uh, loved your voice. And uh, there's so many. This has been fun. So, Reese, I guess it's a wrap here. It's 11. So we're going to be saying sayonara to our listeners. And we want to thank everyone for for joining in today, the easy way. Wall of Fame and uh, and uh, Jason's uh, Jason's fans expansion TV and uh, oh there's so much going on and the uh, the app so download the app until uh, till then Reese I guess it's sign off time so we're going to uh, next Monday morning we'll be here ten o'clock Reese and I okay Reese any parting words. Words of wisdom. Yeah, right? just remember to text Easy Way to five five six seven eight. You can get all the updates on what's happening with the Easy Way. That's for sure. And until uh, then, keep moving, uh, keep the faith, and we're signing out. See you next Monday. Thank you for listening to Radio Boomers Live with your host, Rita Gray, star Betty White's Off Air Rockers, and EZ's dad, Jim Zuli. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at Radio Boomers Live. Radio Boomers Live is brought to you by the Easy Way Broadcasting Network. That's the letter E, the letter Z, Broadcasting Network.